Good morning, good morning. Today's breakfast and class is sponsored in loving memory of Rabbi Moshe Dahan, Alava Shalom Li'ilui Nishmat Rabbi Moshe Ben Farha, by the Dahan family, and as well, sponsored for safe travels for his entire family, Moshe Ben Eliyahu Aryeh. We also uh, want to give a Bissurat a wonderful bit of news. Uh, we just finished and completed the second uh, full WhatsApp group every morning, are getting the words of Torah from the breakfast class here in the Safra Synagogue. If anyone would like to add anyone that they uh, think would enjoy the class, just uh, send us a message or um, get in touch and we will get you a link and they can join and send it further and further. That many, many people should be learning uh, Torah each day uh, through this process. Okay. Rabotai, there's something which is absolutely magnificent. In the story here of, the, of Yaakov and Esav, we're finding an epic showdown between the Jewish people and their enemies, something that we've witnessed many, many times. And uh, unfortunately, throughout all of our history, it's been something that has plagued us, uh, no matter where it is that we've gone. But as Yaakov is getting close, it says that Yaakov is very afraid. Now, one could understand what it is that Yaakov is very afraid of. There's Esav coming towards him, and he's got 400 uh, warriors with him. Yaakov is just a family, his wives and his children. His sheep, you know, what does he have to stand up against him? It makes sense that he's afraid, but the Pasuk actually says, Vayira Yaakov me'od, and Yaakov was very afraid. lo, and it bothered him. He was uh, deeply bothered, deeply uh, moved. So the question is, what is it exactly that's bothering Yaakov so much? The Malbim brings a beautiful understanding of what it was that bothered Yaakov. He says, Vayira Yaakov, Yaakov was very afraid. You know why? Vayetzerlo. It's not he was afraid and it bothered him, but rather what bothered Yaakov was the fact that he was afraid. Yaakov understood that he was going into a, 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 a process of war with Esav Arasha. But so what? Every single thing that has happened to him up until this point, God has been at his side. Every single thing that tried, life tried to work against him, in the end it worked out okay. Yaakov is looking at himself and saying, why is it that I'm so afraid? What's going on here? How come I have a lack of bitachon? How come I have a lack of emunah here? And it bothered him so much that he had that lack of emunah. And that in turn actually made him afraid because we know that the level of emunah that a person has is not just something which is a mitzvah to have emunah and have faith. But emunah itself is generative. It can change the reka, it can change the context of what it is that happens to me in my life. Because God deals with us based on the level of emunah that we have in Him. So if a person is very afraid, they have difficult things happening here, in a counterintuitive way, the way to not be afraid is by not being afraid. Illustrating some level or greater level of emunah is a way of changing my situation. And I want to speak to this point for just one second in the most beautiful way. The Pasuk tells us uh, later on where Yaakov says, Please God, Save me from my brother from Esav. But before he says that, he says something very interesting. He says, Because when I came to this, to this, uh, uh, you know, to this direction towards the place where I was going to get married, I, I crossed only with my stick. If you remember, we discussed this. Every single thing that Yaakov had with him was taken from him. 
All of the money, everything that he prepared in order to go and woo a wife was taken from him. The only thing he had left was a simple stick. And now he says, and now I'm coming back. And now I'm, I'm coming back with two full camps of people. Now that's a strange thing to say to God in the request to ask God for protection. You know what? I was so lucky I came this way and now I'm two camps. First of all, why is he talking about the fact that he's two camps? The whole reason why he's in two camps is because he's afraid of Esav. So what is it that Yaakov was saying? There's an amazing, amazing Hatam Sofer. The Hatam Sofer points out something magnificent. The Gemara tells us in Hulin that Rabbi Pinchas Ben Ya'ir was once on a journey. He was going to be Podesh to redeem hostages. One of the biggest mitzvot, the biggest element of Siddhaqah. And as he's traveling, he comes to the Nahar, to the, uh, to the Nahar called Nahar Ginai. As he steps up to the Nahar, he realizes he can't cross, he can't do the mitzvah. Says Rabbi Ben Hasben Ya'ir, listen to the words of a great tzaddik, in the, one of the Tanaim. He says to the river, split before me. Talks to the river like this. Nahar Ginai communicates back, again, whatever this means, on whatever level it's beyond our pay grade. Then Nahar communicates back, he says, what are you talking about? You and I are both doing the same thing. You're doing the will of God. I also am doing the will of God. God commanded me as a river to flow. You're doing the will of God, I'm doing the will of God. You, maybe you'll succeed in your mission to uh, redeem them, maybe you won't. But me, I'm definitely going to succeed in my mission. Because all I need to do in order to fulfill it is flow. So why should I, I'm a vadai, I'm a guarantee, and you're a maybe. Doesn't a guarantee trump a maybe? So the Nahai says, forget it, I'm not splitting. Says Rabbi Bilchas ben Ya'ir, Im en atacholek, if you don't split before me, gozrani alecha shlo yavru bechamayim le'olam. You don't split before me, I'm going to pray that never again should there ever flow waters through you. Says the Khatam Sofer, what does Rabbi Pilchaz ben Ya'ir want from this uh, uh, river? The river's right and he's wrong. The river's right. He's definitely going to do it. You're maybe going to do it. Why should he split for you? Says the Khatam Sofer, sorry, sorry, says the Maharsha something magnificent. Listen to this. The Maharsha says on this, on this uh, Gemara that <clears throat> the reason why Rabbi Pilchaz ben Ya'ir was correct was because although the Nahar was doing the will of God, it was doing the will of God without any element of bihira, any element of free will. So it's true that I'm doing the will, you're doing the will, we're both doing the right thing. But you doing the right thing when you have no choice is not as hashuv, is not as important as me doing the right thing with a choice. And I think about this all the time. Somebody was born into a religious family, they don't think twice about coming to pray. Uh, he's there at prayers every day on time because that's how he was raised. He would never think to do anything any different. But then you have a Baal Teshuvah, and every day it's a challenge for him to come. And you know what? He makes it 50% of the time. What's better? My 50% when I'm choosing each day whether or not to come, or the, 50, or the 100% of the guy that he doesn't even have a choice. The minute he gets up out of bed, he runs, because he's not, it's not where his Bihira is. We see from this, says the Hatam Sofer, and according to the Maharsha, that actually he was at a much higher level. So check this out, this is amazing, says the Hatam Sofer. If that's what the Maharsha says over there, that that's why Rabbi Pilhas ben Ya'ir was right, he says, come back over here. Yaakov Avinu says, Ki bimakli avarti I came, says the Midrash, Natan maklob yarden, he put his makal, his staff into the Yarden, the Jordan, 
and the river split. Says Yaakov Baruch when I was on my way here, I put my staff in the river and the river split. But why should the river split? I'm doing a mitzvah and it's doing a mitzvah. But the difference is, said Rabbi, the Marsha, is that the river only is going to split if you're doing it out of your own free will. Says Yaakov Avinu, I'm praying to God, I want you to save me. You know why? Because if my staff split the river, it must be that I trumped the river. Why do I trump the river if I'm running away because I'm afraid of Esav? Must be I had no fear of Esav. And the only reason why I was traveling was because out of my own free will, I chose to listen to my parents who told me to travel to the other side of the world to go get married over there, not to get married in the land that I live in. So if I left it that way and I've stuck my staff in and it split, must be that I was doing it out of Bihira, out of a choice, not because I was afraid. Says Yaakov Avinu, and look at me now. Now, the guy who left with no fear of Esav. And how do you know I had no fear? Because the river split before me. And if I was running out of no free will, it wouldn't have split. Because it would have been like the story over there without the trump card of Rabbi Pirhas ben Yair. It would have been without free will. I had my free will. It was not because of fear. But look at me now. Where am I now? I'm now splitting my family into two mahanot. I'm now afraid of him. So God had Sileni now, please save me. There's a famous phrase that says, one of the great presidents, uh, wartime presidents, there is nothing to fear but fear itself. The greatest thing that a person should be afraid of is that their emunah is not strong enough to protect them. And what does a person need to do instead of fixing and fixing is to work on their emunah because that is generative. I heard runs from Rabbi Waxman, an amazing idea, and we'll close with this. The word for emunah comes from the root word of omen. Omen. omen As the nursing mother carries the baby. There's a fascinating tofa'ah, an experience, a reality that happens when a baby is nursing. The mother gives milk because the baby is nursing. What happens if the baby stops nursing for a few days? Chalas, the milk. So we think the baby is drinking the milk of the mother. No. The baby is generating the milk from the mother. Take the baby away, what happens to the milk? It dries up. Isn't that fascinating? So what else do we know about mother's milk? The mother's milk, the formula that the mother produces is exactly the right level of nutrients and minerals that the baby needs. So we think that the emunah that we experience is just something that I'm doing the mitzvah. Hashem is going to do whatever He wants. How it's all going to be this. And I have to have, my mitzvah is... To have faith in God. No. Just as the baby generates the milk and the level of need that the baby has and the way it turns to the mother and cries to the mother is what produces the milk from the mother, so too with Borei Olam. When I turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with that faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and I say, look at where I am. Look at, look at my constitution, how I'm thinking about these problems. I trust in you completely. When a person can say that, then suddenly wonderful things happen. The Briska Rav used to say that a great thing to be able to be saved from any damage or any problem is to repeat again and again until you drive it home. En od milvado. En od milvado. There's nothing but Hashem. Nothing but Hashem. No problems. No challenges. No issues. No parnasa. Nothing. 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 En od milvado. It's only Akadosh Baruch Hu. When a person has that in their heart, then the greatest miracles in the world could happen for him. And that's what Yaakov was worried about. He says, Vayira Yaakov, he was afraid. 
What bothered him most was not Esav. It bothered him that he was afraid. We should be Zuchheb Bezat Hashem to develop a wonderful level of Emunah and we should be able to live our lives in peace and serenity.